0: Welcome to Today's Issues, offering a Christian response to the issues of the day. Here's your host, Tim Wildman, President of the American Family Association.
1: Hey, good morning everybody. Welcome to Today's Issues on the American Family Radio Network. Thanks for listening to AFR. Today is Tuesday, July the nineteenth. If you're writing checks, 2022. Uh, Tim Wildman here with Ed Vitagliano. Good morning, Ed. Good morning, Fred oh, Jackson.
2: I, oh, I'm sorry. Go no, no,
1: good morning, Fred. Sure. Yeah, you, you, you were going to say. Well, that, that, Ed, Ed I made it awkward. I made say. it awkward,
2: didn't I? <laughs> you were talking about writing checks. My yeah. wife and I went. I don't remember where we went. And I said, I, I'm I'm paying cash because I. It was some place that oh it was a fish house. My wife wanted some fish, and so I gave her some cash. I mean, I had some cash. I said, "I'm I'm gonna go get it, but I don't. I'm not writing a check. I said I'm not even sure I remember how. <laughs> so they take cash or check. That's it. They you can't that's swipe it. a card. Oh, you
1: can't swipe a card. Could
2: couldn't swipe a card. It's out in the country, right? And right. it costs them to.
1: Cash check or barter. Yes. Uh,
2: and I said, I don't even know if I remember how to write one. I'm sorry, Fred. Uh, well, but you
1: know what? I don't do. do young people write checks anymore? I mean, nah,
2: uh, I doubt it.
1: Uh, I mean, you, you do have to learn. You do learn like in seventh or eighth grade, right? And is it yeah. home ec or something you so, learn to, to life to, skills to, to, Yeah, to fill out a check? My uh, daughters make
3: fun of me if I write a check. Because, Dad, you can do it online. <laughs> Dad, I know everything you. Why can are you do. doing that? I know I don't write
1: checks either. I don't even have a checkbook. I don't. My wife. I've does. never had a checkbook, actually. And well, no, I did when I was in college, I think. But yeah. I got married, then uh, I, I, takes I, told care Allison. Of you know, I don't know how to do any of this, <laughs> and I had no desire to learn. Right. So it's uh, you you please you enjoy yourself there. So she likes. <laughs>
2: She's so already, you don't even have a checkbook. Huh? So you probably don't know how to remember. No, no I don't. Right
1: no, no, I, I, Well, I, yeah, I can write a check, yeah. but but I do have to think about it as yeah. I go along there. Lest you write the wrong number in. Yeah. right? Yeah. Long, long zeroes, wrong zeroes.
3: <laughs> what but, I have seen lately, we uh, we were going to a a supermarket here in the local area, and they have a little sign up now that, you, that uh, they'll lower the price of things 5% if you pay cash.
2: Yeah, I've seen that. Uh, now, why is that?
3: Well, it's because if you use a card, the card, the bank, or the credit card company, oh, the
1: fees, charges
3: them. So, if you give them cash, you're getting a five percent discount.
1: Now, a lot of places won't take a credit card if you don't uh, buy something over five bucks. I've noticed that. that
3: probably, probably because of, some, of the fee. The fee, yeah. Yeah,
1: because they lose money.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You know. So, uh, but anyway, um, all right, lots to talk about today. Other than writing checks, and uh, Steve Jordahl will be with us uh, next hour. Steve, did you notice we had our show meeting this morning? And Steve, every about once a week,
2: he just dons this total black. It's That's a what black. I did. Huh? I'm, I'm well, you an, did too. I'm in all black. I, I I tell people I've been telling people today when they make a wise crack about how I look like Johnny Cash. Yeah, I tell them that it I I wore all black because it makes my blue eyes pop. <laughs> <laughs> and they say you don't have blue eyes, and I say I identify <laughs> as being blue-eyed. <laughs> <'Cause> blue eyes <laughs> with black looks you, better. You, you identify as blue. I mean, don't th- this Let is my truth.
1: Your, your eyes are brown, right? You're brown. Yes.
2: Yeah, so don't, ad- don't, don't infringe on my right. That's to define right. my own life. You want
1: to identify as a blue-eyed. Uh, person you go right increasingly in gray-haired italian
2: <laughs>
1: i'll do what i want oh my goodness Shame gracious. Just... all right uh so, all right fred uh well, before we do that uh ed why don't you tell our listeners
2: how they can become viewers yes that's right <laughs> this is a radio show and but you are able to watch us do it if that's your thing you want to You want to see my blue eyes? I'm going to tell you how to do it. Oh,
1: (laughs) my. So you go to to
2: YouTube or Facebook and you search for today's issues and click through, and you will be able to see us do this radio program. Also, recommend, uh, encourage you, even, maybe even exhort you to get Mm -hmm. the AFR app. The AFR app where you can listen to American Family Radio live. Anywhere there is a good signal for your phone or other portable device, you can also listen to our programming, the audio of it, live at AFR.net on your computer and also at that place, AFR.net. You can uh, uh, click on the podcast drop-down menu, and you can listen to
0: programs you might have
1: missed. And again, Ed, to repeat quickly, of course, we were banned by YouTube last week for a day. Right. Then Brent Creeley appealed that ruling yes we were banned for was it a day Brent pull the microphone up there Brent Creeley our producer
3: we were originally going to be banned for two weeks but right. we sent an appeal and it was reversed in a day or two
1: yeah I call it being so, put in timeout yes YouTube is going to put us in a two-week timeout
3: that's right
2: and if we had if we violated their community standards uh-huh. again we would be permanently banned. Yeah, but the appeal means now we have We'd now be, we can violate their community standards. One more time. One more time. <laughs> we would have been put on Rikers.
1: Yes, uh, that's right. Uh, YouTube Rikers Island. Had we violated it one more time, but uh, in an astounding reversal, they, uh, <laughs> I even, say astounding. they 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 said that uh, they they took Brent's appeal and said we're taking you off the ban list.
3: That's correct. They yeah. never gave a reason or anything, and I asked show us where we violated what standards and they just said your appeal is
0: granted
1: yeah so uh, I, I say that, today, i, but... I asked that to ed to, uh, what would you say again to the uh, youtube summer intern from cal berkeley who's listening to this show right now with her finger on the ban button yes. waiting for Tim Wildman, Ed our Fred Jackson, to say something that violates community standard. What would you say to I that? I would
2: say to that young person that God loves you. Yeah. Jesus loves you, and we actually do love you, too. We want what God has for you. We encourage you to repent of your sins mm-hmm. and put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ, as we all had to inside this studio. That's uh, We're not saying we're better than anyone. In fact, we might be worse than a lot of people but uh, salvation is by grace through faith. Amen. Now, I gave that uh, that uh, kind of that little preach to the gospel yesterday, and Steve texted me, Steve Jordahl. He thought I was we weren't dealing with a real person that banned us. He thought we were dealing with an algorithm, and he texted me and said, you just led a bot to Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you know, bots are what they call right. the, you know, the <clears throat> computer, the, the robots. But yeah. anyway, so Steve Steve's kind of cynical.
3: All right, Fred, go ahead. Well, the, the White House has uh, requested that all Americans send Joe Biden a thank you note.
2: I'll get on that. You have an address?
3: Uh, a thank you note. White House. Joe Biden, care White House. <laughs> uh, because they, 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 they really do believe at the White House that uh, Joe Biden is responsible for the decrease in gas prices over the last 50 cents over the last couple of weeks and of course we know that uh he blamed president putin putin caused the the gas prices to spike yeah republicans they they caused. right but now it's going down
2: oil oil companies oil companies yeah that's right he blamed them
3: but now it's going down way to go joe all right to that point Heads, heads I win; tails, you lose. Yeah. <laughs> right, that's right. Here's White House Council of Economic Advisors member Jared Bernstein. He was asked uh, about, you know, how come when it goes up, somebody else's fault; when it comes down, it's Joe Biden to to credit him. Cut number one.
0: Uh, so when he, he it was Putin's fault when they're coming down, he gets the credit. Yeah, I very true? much disagree with that framing. I think what's happening here is a president who is working, uh, tirelessly to, uh, address the uh, largest constraint, probably the toughest constraint, uh, facing, uh, American households right now. <laughs> Wait, hold on
1: just a minute here. <laughs> Did he just use the words? Biden and tirelessly. <laughs> I was
2: thinking the same in thing. The same. <laughs> I had heard this clip. <laughs> now, I think, mate, he meant to say tiredly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, who we're we listening to right
3: there now? That is Jared Bernstein. He's part of the president's economic advisor.
2: Or he's
1: team. been in hiding for a while, hadn't he? Mm. Hiding, I should say.
2: Yes. Huh? I, I,
3: that's the first I heard of him. Have you heard?
2: I of him? I know. I've never heard. No, of no. Either.
3: Fox has had him on a number of
2: times. Okay, well, he really I mean, is
3: quite amazing. He can sit there with a straight face
2: and say these things. Yeah. Look, I will be the first one to admit that, for example, gas prices—it's it can be complex in terms of what causes spike a spike in gas prices, what causes it to come down. Tim has said many times, I think rightfully so, like the quarterback of a football team. Uh, presidents get too much credit when things are going well and too much blame when things are not going well. But I think it's clear that since president Biden took office, gas prices steadily rose before, well before the invasion of Ukraine uh, by Russia. I think the gas prices are coming down now. I'm not an economist, but I would suspect it is because People are staying home because gas prices were so high. Supply demand. People I think cut I back. Think, I think people are cutting back, and that's why prices I agree. are going yep. down.
3: Well, one of these individuals not fooled by all of this is Virginia's Lieutenant Governor Winsome Sears. This is what she had to say about gas prices and where they are cut to.
0: Let me tell you something. Every time that we go to the to the grocery store, we're going to the polls. Every time we buy that bread and it's expensive because of inflation, that's a poll. Every time we fill our tanks with gas and it's expensive, that's a poll. I don't think we're blaming Putin for that. We are blaming the person who sits in the White House because he said before he was elected that he was going to get rid of fossil fuels. It is your policies that have gotten us here. Inflation is not temporary, as you finally acknowledge. And uh, stop gaslighting us. We know the truth. We're paying for it every day.
3: Yes, that's uh, Virginia, Virginia Lieutenant Governor Winsome Sears. This, this
2: is this is why Democrats increasingly are pessimistic, uh, even getting close to despair about the midterms mm-hmm. because the viewpoint that it is the Biden administration, that it's Joe Biden, the Biden administration, the Biden administration's policies, and the policies of the Democratic Party to, quote-unquote, transition us that, – that was a word used by the president – away from fossil fuels that are driving up these prices. There may be a temporary drop right now, but <clears throat> their policy is to keep these prices going up through the roof. And uh, the reason the Democrats are so pessimistic is because, <clears throat> as Winsome Sears says, people are going to vote that way. They are hardening in their belief – that it is the fault of Joe Biden and nothing is going to change that. I don't think between now and November. No, I do think the Democrats
1: and Biden and the Democrats would like, it it sounds contradictory and I guess it could be interpreted that way. I do agree with you. They want to see the, uh, they want to see soaring gas prices in order to make it painful for people to drive cars Fuel by gasoline, right? So that we all convert to uh, electric cars and mopeds and bicycles, or walk. Walk to work. Walk your ten miles to work every day. However, however, just don't, just don't. uh... No internal combustion engines, (laughs) right? Uh, So I do think that that's the objective here. However, I do think that they would like to see a temporary reduction in the price of gasoline uh, for the purpose of the, it not hurting them in the November election cycle. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it is it is going to – I think it's already baked in. I don't care if prices come down another 50 cents between now and November in terms of ga- price per gallon of gasoline. I think in the minds of the American voter, broadly and generally, Biden and, and the Democrats are responsible for – The war on fossil fuels, the war on oil and gas, and so therefore the prices going up is their fault to a large extent. I think that's the mindset of a lot of people. doesn't mean they're going to necessarily vote Republican, but I think most people say, yeah, Biden went to war on the oil and gas industry and prices now are scoring. All the while, he goes over to Saudi Arabia, and in particular OPEC in general, with his fist pump in hand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and begging, of course, he they wouldn't categorize. They wouldn't uh, uh, say it's like this, but begging for more oil production by the Saudis so that uh, you know to make up for the lack of uh, to to make it to make more oil
2: available, more gasoline, and more, and prices come down. Well, and that is so frustrating because not just for the hypocrisy, but it's frustrating because you would think if President Biden thought this was a transition we all need to make. We all need to move away from fossil fuels. It is, as he said, it's going to be painful when we get through it, though. We'll all be happy and glad that we went through all this pain. You would think he would not want the Saudis to increase oil production or OPEC because it's bad fossil fuels. But the president is doing this to try to lower prices here all while – getting applause from the radical environmentalists in this country. He can say, see, I've gone to war in our country against fossil fuels, and I've stuck with it no matter how many people get laid off, no matter how many people feel the pain at the pump, I've still kept my promises to you. So let
1: me get this straight. Biden's view and the Democrats punish the American oil and gas industry, reward foreign Oil and gas industry. Because they're
2: not true believers. I, is that right? They're not. How could they be a true no, they're believer not. in this? No, they're not. If they're asking the Saudis to increase oil they're production. Not. They're not. It's bad. Now,
1: there are true believers. Right. They're the ones who chain themselves to the, you know, to the, I don't know, redwood trees. And, redwood trees. And, and let the
3: air out of tires. Yeah. Slash the, them. Those yes.
1: Those are the true believers. But uh, many of these people on the left, uh, if they do believe in man made global warming or slash climate change depending on what time of the year it is so they can take advantage of what right whatever's happening whatever extreme weather is happening if there are there are some true believers but most of those people these people who are pushing the uh, environmental message like john Kerry, for example joe biden they don't know what they're talking about they just uh, see this as a uh, as an issue to um scare people and you scare people into doing things they wouldn't otherwise do i.e. give up their freedoms and liberty right. mm-hmm. and also you increase your <clears throat> control of business and industry and private enterprise by a uh, regulation in the name of saving the planet mm-hmm. that's that's what a lot of this is all about can,
2: can i give a, a, a real world example of you this go. um we're, we're looking at uh getting a New air conditioner. Ours is still going, but it looks like this might be the last summer, you know. It's, so, is it terminal? Well, <laughs> I, I think it is. I think it's yeah, terminal. That's sad. That's sad. So I asked the guy who does our, our air conditioning services, our air conditioner, Greg. Right. I said, uh, so how much will a new one cost? He said, well, he said, let me tell you, the government regulations on air conditioners are going to kick in in 2023. And they are go- the price of a new air conditioner is going to triple. No, are you serious? I'm serious. A new air conditioner is going to triple because the EPA and the Biden administration, and may I I don't know how long the EPA has been you know pushing people, uh, uh the regulations. They're going to require two compressors, two systems to limit the amount of quote unquote pollution. He said they will triple in cost. So. You remember President Obama said that we're going to make fuel prices go through the roof, so we can begin this transmission. And the Biden transition, you mean? Transition. Uh, Biden was vice president there. He's continuing those policies. So this is uh, this is all part of their plan. They are moving us into this green a new economy, and it is going to cause us unbelievable pain at the pump and when you turn on your AC. But but how can
3: people, you know, it's one thing to say, just go out and buy the electric car. Right. But the electric car is that we, we talked about this comparison yesterday, a comparable uh, fossil fuel driven small SUV with an electric SUV. There's over $20,000 difference. Folks, most folks in America can't afford that. So, I, I mean, they're going to run into the reality. The bank's not going to give them money. Right. Interest rates are going up on loans. It's not going to happen. I was reading a story just before we came in the studio. The airline industry is meeting at Farnborough in uh, in England right now. Who is? Uh, uh, it's the airline industry. Okay. And there's a lot of talk there about regulations that are coming out of the European Union, coming out of the United States, as to what they want airplanes. This is the this is a big challenge. Airplanes have two to four big engines right. driven by fossil fuels. And they're, and, and they're starting to talk about regulations like by 2030. 2030 is not that far away. Right. But they're saying, how are you going to get an airplane that seats 200 people off the ground with a battery?
2: Are they actually talking about electric-powered <laughs>
3: airplanes? They are. No, no, no. They have, they've already run into one problem. They figured out... That a battery to get a 200-passenger plane I mean, off the ground, <clears throat> that battery would weigh far more than the fossil fuels that are in the ing- in the airplane now. I'm, this is the kind
1: of stuff that's going on. Well, let, me, let me tell you something. Psychologically, I'm not getting on a quiet jet. <laughs> I, I'm just not. I don't care.
3: You want to hear the roar. I don't care
1: how many times they test it Right <laughs> to fly. Huh? Yeah, I better hear some jet engines <laughs> roaring when I take off <laughs> because that is not give me confidence. You don't want well, it to sound uh, like no, a golf like, cart. Uh,
2: like a, like a, uh, I'm soaring <laughs> or what do you call it? Uh, oh, gliding, 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 gliding. I, I listen, I'm not getting on a plane. If it's powered by battery, that's what I'm saying. So, I agree you, with you. It's one thing to know how much <laughs> fuel you've got in the tank. Yes. And whether we can make it from here to there. Yeah. But I don't want the you know, the you battery want, to
1: go kaput. No, you don't want Bill checking the seven forty seven battery uh, making sure it's hooked up right before you take off uh, for a trans That is the
2: red wire battery. click on here or the green wire. You're uh,
3: gonna check that battery. What happens when we it, get a short in flight? You can't pull over right. no. that Airbus three
1: twenty. No. no. Listen, <laughs> I, I just it's insane. I I think most of these green uh, screamers, <laughs> I
2: like that. You like that? Green screamers. These
1: dreams, they're they're a bunch. They're they don't. Know. They're a bunch of liars. Okay, and they're a bunch of hypocrites too. Just as we mentioned before, uh, John Kerry, the climate czar for Biden, yeah. on a private jet all over the world. Hey, listen,
2: he's important, Tim.
1: Yeah, I know, that's a, that's the way these people so important think. people don't burn up the planet.
2: Well, the, they have to 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 keep the rest of us commoners yeah from that's what
1: i'm saying i don't think they i think uh you know their their lifestyle and their actions belie he lives in mansions right and i don't care i don't care if he jets all over the world on a you know on a private jet talking about john Kerry and and lives in if he has 25 mansions i don't care lights them all day every day right if it's even put the christmas lights up year round i don't (laughs) care like they do in some parts of the south yeah you know, but I'm just saying that I'm saying that don't preach to me then or the rest of us about how to live and how right. we need to cut back, while you, uh, while you don't. Right. And I was reading a story. Uh, yeah, I saw pictures, so I read a story, a brief story. I didn't spend too much of my life on this, but <laughs> it was about Leonardo DiCaprio, the yeah. actor, and he's a, he's a big virtue signaler on climate change. Yes, he you is. know, it's going to burn up, burn right. up. Right. You know, we got to cut back and everything. Well, he's over in St. Tropez in off the, is that Spain or Italy or somewhere over there. It's a big place for the rich and famous and, and beautiful people go in the summer to vacation. Yeah, I was
2: just there last summer. <laughs>
1: Were you now? I knew that All was All the coming. beautiful
2: people. I put that one on a tee for you, Ed, didn't
1: I? So uh, anyway, he's over there and he's on a super yacht. He's on a super yacht just burning Call kind of carbon emissions while he flew over there on his private jet. And he's one of the ones like Prince Harry. Yeah.
2: Oh, you know, I know. Lecturing. The lecturing America.
1: everybody on how to live while they live. They don't get he doesn't get on. He doesn't wait in the, uh, you know, the, the, uh, JFK Delta gate.
2: Right. Like the rest of us <laughs> right. with the flight delayed. <laughs> and at night they're not burning candles. No. They get their houses they, are all lit up. They, 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 yeah, exactly. And they go
1: on talk shows and, at night. And then they criticize the second, you know, gun ownership, Second Amendment. All the while they live in gated communities with yes, their private security. I know. Yes. That's why they're just a bunch of hypocrites. But we're not bitter. All right, we'll take a deep breath. We'll be back in a minute. Stay with us.
4: When you hear this.
1: One of the special moments when we visit Israel in March each year is the day we go to the Jordan River. And so many people on our trips want to be baptized in the river that Jesus was baptized in. And so it's a very special ceremony and service and time together with friends who come from all over the country to join us on our annual trip to Israel. I'm Tim Wildman. President of American Family Association and American Family Radio, Allison and I, along with my sons Walker and Wesley, will all be going to the Holy Land in March of 2023, as we do annually. Israel was shut down for a couple of years because of COVID, but they are reopened for business. No vaccine shot required. And so we're going to have a great time seeing Israel. For all the information, twholyland.com
4: Hi, Todd Starnes here. Truett offers biblically-centered degree programs. Check out truett.edu slash starnes. For several years now, top Republicans have basically said the nomination of Donald Trump's is in the bag. But that strategy may be changing. In recent days, a number of high-profile Republicans have been hitting what sure looks like a campaign trail. South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem has been touting her conservative bona fides She even has a new book out. Governor Ron DeSantis, former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley, and even former Vice President Mike Pence are all testing the waters. There's even rumblings that Fox News Channel star Tucker Carlson is entertaining presidential aspirations. In recent days, Fox News has taken a turn in its coverage of Trump, most recently broadcasting a three-minute montage of Trump voters saying he's too polarizing. Still, Trump advisor Dick Morris says Trump is going to run and he's going to win. The question is whether his Republican opponents will fight back or stand down. I'm Todd Stearns. This is a decency minute, I'm Bill Johnson.
0: No farms, no food. That's a lesson the Dutch government is having to learn the hard way. In order to comply with European Union and World Economic Forum environmental goals, the Dutch government has told their agricultural industry that not all farmers can continue their business and those who do will likely have to farm differently. The Dutch government is running their own people out of business to appease international partnerships, but the farmers are not taking it lying down. Taking a page from Canadian truckers' protests, the farmers are disrupting the supply chain to remind their government where the food they rely on comes from. That's a lesson every government needs to relearn, along with a reminder that their duty is to look out for the good of their citizens, not to try to run the world. Pray for Dutch farmers. This is a Decency Minute. Find us at americandecency.org. I'm Bill Johnson.
2: Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me. Know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Psalm 139, verses 23 to 24.
0: American Family Radio. This is Today's Issues. Email your comments to comments at afr.net. Past broadcasts of Today's Issues are available for listening and viewing in the archive at AFR.net. Now, back to more of Today's Issues.
1: Hey, welcome back, everybody, to the program Today's Issues on the American Family Radio Network. If you want to send us an email, as long as it's a K-Love email, which would be positive (laughs) and encouraging... Uh, comments at afr dot net is the address. Comments at AFR.net. I'm Tim with Ed and Fred. You were going to say Ed. You were
2: well. Uh, I have something interesting about John Kerry, but Fred has uh, part of a speech that John Kerry made. Let's let's listen to that first, Fred. You can set it up, and then I want to find out, uh, you know, just how much John Kerry believes what he's saying. All right, okay. so we have a little problem on the clip. All right, well, let me go ahead and do this first. We were talking about these uh, champions, Tim, and I, I mean champions <laughs> yes, of, the, of the new green approach <laughs> yes. to the climate because we, we we're we in for some just oh. terrible consequences oh. due to the, the use bye of the Bye-bye Swiss Alps. Oh, yes, <laughs> that's right. So uh, Fox has just posted a story that says – that uh, Special Presidential Envoy for Climate, that's his title. He's a climate czar. Yes, the climate czar. John Kerry's family, Jet, has emitted over 300 metric tons of carbon dioxide since the Biden administration began, federal data shows. That's just in a year and a half. He's burned burned his own hole in ozone. Yes. Am I right? Yes. There's an ozone hole up there that's got John Kerry's name on it. His family jet uh, has emitted, has uh, he has taken a total of 48 trips on it, lasting more than 60 hours, and admitted, uh, emitted, emitted an estimated 325 metric tons. By the way, the uh, plane that he flies in, this family jet, belongs to Flying Squirrel, a charter company owned by Kerry's wife, Teresa Hines Carey. And in which Kerry reported owning a more than one million dollar stake. So the government is, I'm sure, paying yeah. for yep. him to fly around in this yep. jet, and the jet is that those payments are profiting the company that his wife owns. Well, and, and Kerry you owns say the government, stake. That's us. Yes. Didn't
1: he marry into the, the Oh yeah, Heinz
2: ketchup. Heinz Ke-
1: uh, Heinz ketchup empire. Yeah. Yes. His his wife is. A, he- Harris, Harris, yeah. Harris of the this
2: is this is insane huh I mean the, I'm not even sure how is that legal for you the mean- government to be paying into a company for his travel on behalf of the government to a company his wife owns and he has a financial stake in and to address global climate change
1: all the while using a, a jet that emits so much carbon emissions. That, uh, He's taken forty-eight trips. Yeah, in a year and a half. But yeah. remember what he said:
3: I'm doing important business. <laughs> yes, he said he was an.
1: Imp- he did say, in essence, I'm too important to fly yes. uh, on Delta Flight four
2: four four. Yeah, yes. I'm too uh, important to uh, to follow the rules. I'm telling you to follow. Y- yes, but, that's what he but said. But
3: just in a speech in the last ten uh-huh. days, I think he had this message for the rest of the world. Okay. All right, cut number nine. So I think that. Uh, the challenge for all of us now is that no one country can solve this problem by itself. We all have to be able to reduce the emissions. We have to accelerate the transition. We're behind. We're not yet fulfilling the promises that we made in Glasgow. So we have our work cut out for us, and I look forward to talking about that
1: with you. What work did we did? they, did they have in Glasgow that
2: Oh, this, I don't know if this is the Paris Accords. Well, it can't be the Paris Accords. If it's, it's Glasgow. Glasgow, but yeah. listen, <laughs> we didn't make these promises. No. I, I get tired of these people making, they're making promises on our behalf, John Kerry. I know it's a representative government. I'm not naive, but they're making these promises and then telling us we have to follow them. But most of us don't know anything about what these people are promising on our behalf.
1: Okay, and, and and this says Biden appointed Kerry to lead the State Department's global climate policy outreach. Who is he accountable to? I guess the Biden. Is that like a, is Biden. this just a cabinet position? I don't think so. I don't think so.
2: He's just a, anyway, he's, a he's, he's a he's not just listen, a presidential envoy though, Tim. Uh, listen, he's a special presidential envoy.
1: Okay, I'm about to give my opinion. It's rare, but I just. I don't these people like Kerry and Biden and 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 those folks who are pushing this green control message by that I mean control that all they want to do is find ways to control America's businesses. That's what this is all about. Uh, it, listen, India and China, for example, and other countries too, they they pollute far. Russia pollute far more uh, than than the America. I mean, we're a clean country already. Yeah. Huh. We don't uh, because of all the rules and regulations. We and because we take pride in our country. Basically, we don't want to live in soot and filth and right. dirty water and all this. So uh, we already have. We're the cleanest country in the world. And. And so, all they want to do, they want to find a way to control the American uh, American businesses. I I'd go
2: even further. They they don't want to stop there with just. I agree. They don't, but they don't want to stop with businesses. They want to control everybody. Okay. In yeah, the you're United right. States. No, I agree with you. And, and here's here's how here's how they'll do it. All right. And we're already starting to hear about this in the West, uh, where they had in California, where are these rolling brownouts. Because the power grid cannot handle the demand. Okay. So they want everyone to go. So what they're what I'm hearing is they're telling people do not charge your vehicle between these hours and these hours because the grid is taxed. You mean your electric vehicles? Your electric vehicles. <laughs> so if everybody has an electric vehicle, they'll control you. They will say, no, no charging. All charging stations on the interstate or whatever will shut down between these hours because we're going to save electricity because the power grid is taxed. And what are you going to do about it? You're not going to do a thing because you only have electric vehicles.
1: You know, I agree with you and I could see something further talking about maybe futuristic, which may not be too long. What if you had um, these electric cars and in addition to shutting down the charging stations, or say you can't uh, charge your car except between the hours of so and so and so so, what if they put chips in there that just shut your car down?
2: Oh, sure. oh I, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's a a stress. Just
1: control the GPS and just say, okay, it's triggered by if you go over six hours in one day, mm-hmm. they shut you the you're automatically shut down.
2: Yeah, and what are you going to do about it? Okay, it's the law. Listen, there are some communities and this was this probably three or four years ago. There was a big uh, hullabaloo in a lot of communities because local cities and towns and I understand technology can make things more efficient. So I'm going to switch to water. Okay, they changed people's water meters. So uh, it's all going to be technological. All can be read from the vehicle. Yes. So they don't have to get out and check and make a notation of how much water you use since the last time. I'm talking about the representative from the water company. No more kicking German Shepherds. No more. So they drive by, they just scan yeah. it. Right. Okay. These communities, people were complaining to the water company because the water company would contact them and say, "We think you have a leak, a water leak in in your bathtub, because when you're not home, the water's still running. Fix it." They told them, you fix it or we'll shut your water off. Now, they had to back off that because people got angry. But that's the kind of power that technology gives governments. They were telling people, we're monitoring your water usage. You say you're not at home, but the water's running. That means you got a leak. You better fix it. You're not allowed to let that water leak. Yeah, I'm telling you, these governments on all levels, but especially Washington, D.C., they want to control everyone because it's all about centralized planning. Yes, it's all about the state You're and just the bingo. power of You're the just state. Bing-
1: exactly, and there and all these uh, a lot a lot of these issues that we discuss here that the left promotes is about centralizing power mm-hmm. ultimately. Mm-hmm. So they they use whatever issues out there, and, and there may be uh, there may be some things that are legitimate that need to be addressed. But they exploit those to try to <clears throat> bring power <clears throat> to the federal government, in particular to Washington D.C., so that we really you have no you'll have no need for state governments. That's what the ultimate goal yes. is of these secular progressives. Yeah. That's why they hate the Constitution so right. much, and yeah. the, and the separation of powers and state uh, and state having the rights to govern themselves. Right. That's what. That's why you know you wondered on this recent reversal of Roe versus Wade, right? Um, the uh, decision that sent that the Supreme Court uh, sent the abortion law back to the states right well the left wingers just went nuts they're yes. still going nuts yes. <clears throat> they don't like the idea of people in in uh, the states being able to vote on how they feel about abortion right through their representatives and their representatives make the law for the state that's democracy right. That's democracy at work, mm-hmm. right? Representative government. And yet the left says it's the end of democracy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because you, you see what I'm saying here? Right. Why? Because they don't want the states, the people in the states, to have the right to vote on such things as abortion. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, they want to control that from Washington, D.C., and have edicts that go out through all the through to all the land uh that's why so, they, they, so it's all about whether it's climate change
2: abortion uh um, transgender rights the biden administration telling schools all across the country you don't let boys go into girls bathrooms right. we'll take your school your fund, funding, your lunch funding yeah, away yeah,
1: yeah yeah so it's all about control as you say that's a good uh, way to put it. it they they want to centralize power and control everything uh and they, and if they have to use uh Threats against states to take away money right. for schools because they a, a state won't let a boys uh, play on girls sports teams. Mm-hmm. Then right. then Biden will, Biden will do that.
3: So, but that you know during the pandemic that. that's what it was all about. Same thing. It Same was, thing. It was government control, and now that we have a new variant coming down the pipeline, uh, we're told this morning. It's a November uh, variant, Fred. Yeah, San yeah San Diego school board a uh, school uh, system in San Diego. Going back to mask for kids. Parents are in outraged. In school,
2: oh, my goodness.
3: We're going back to that. And let me, and let me guess,
2: the school boards are responding in yes. good faith to the concerns of these parents.
3: Yes. No, no they're not because the parents are outraged. We've learned a lot. But, you know, it doesn't matter to the Dr. Fauci's and others. Fauci was on with Neil Cavuto on Fox just in the last few days. Even admitting the vaccines do not protect overly well, but he says we still need to be getting boosters again and again to keep the symptoms mild. It's cut number six. One of
0: the things that's clear from the data Mm -hmm. that even though vaccines, because of the high degree of transmissibility of this virus, don't protect overly well, as it were, against infection, they protect quite well against severe disease leading to hospitalization and death. And I believe that's the reason Neil, why at my age, being vaccinated and boosted, even though it didn't protect me against infection, I feel confident that it made a major role in protecting me from progressing to severe disease, and that's very likely why I had a relatively mild course. You don't know that.
1: No. You don't You don't know that, and you can't prove that. Yeah. Here's what, now he is, he, he knows a little bit more about science and medicine than, than I do. I agree, but what, uh, what 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 I'm basing what I'm saying on is they keep moving the uh, the goalpost. Yes. All right. And, and every time they move the goalpost to say, "Well, n- n- now it now the the uh, vaccine does such and such," they don't go back and tell you six months ago we told you you couldn't get the virus from the vaccine, and we thought we were right then. Yes. Right. Remember they would make right. declarations. Yes, right. is that is that what they were saying? No, that's it, it, is
2: what they said. Yeah. Okay,
1: okay. By they, I mean people like Fauci and Biden. I remember Biden proudly got up <coughs> at the White House and said, "Hey, you get the vaccine shot. You can't get the virus." Remember that? Right. Yeah, right. Get the shot. Be a patriot. Okay. okay. Remember that? Okay. So what I'm all I'm saying is this is where these folks oftentimes lack a uh, have a lack of any humility at all, or or, or embarrassment or shame. Mm-hmm. Uh, what Fauci's saying right there is you, you get the vaccine it and, and you won't get severely ill. And all I'm saying is, wh- well, hold on just a minute. You've, you've made declarations like this throughout the pandemic that a few months later you backed out or pro- was proven to be wrong. So what I would say to somebody like Dr. Fauci right there is, no, what you need to say is I got the vaccine shots and i got boosted 74 times and or how many times did he say he had been boosted at least four I think he's been boosted four times he's up to date he's up, that's bo- what they call he, it he's uh, he's up he, is what you need to say is i believe mm-hmm. uh I, I i believe that, that I, I i don't mind him saying i believe this uh helped me not to get severely ill because of covid if you want to say that fine but don't make a declarative statement when some of the, when a lot of these declarative statements along all along the way have proven to
2: be false down the road. You see yeah. you understand what I'm saying here? Yeah, there, there, there would have to be, as far as I know, there has not been a study or studies done. They would have to examine the evidence. And I, I don't think they asked I don't know if they asked the questions, but people who were in the hospital with severe reactions to COVID life-threatening or dangerous or debilitating or whatever. And you would have to compare the people who were in the hospital who had been vaccinated or who had not been vaccinated. And then you would have to take the broader public. This is why I'm not sure it can be done. You'd have to take the broader public and you'd have to figure out who was not vaccinated and what were their experiences with it. And and I don't know how that could be done. And let me ask you this as an aside –
1: Historically, haven't we always understood vaccines to mean preventing prevent you from getting something?
3: Traditional yes. vaccines. Am I right? Right. Traditional vaccines.
1: Remember, vaccines down through, especially in the twentieth century, that you got was a, a polio vaccine. What? Mm-hmm. What does it do? It prevents you from what? Getting it. Uh, smallpox. It's smallpox, right? Right. What is a vaccine? Remember, we all. Go, Baby boomers, we all got those in our arms, right? Mm -hmm. Right. In the library, standing in line with the rest of the kids. All of them, yeah. Huh? You got to go get your shot today, Yeah. right? So what what was the purpose of the smallpox vaccine? To do what? Keep you from getting it. Okay, then when did the definition change to doesn't keep you from getting squat? Mm -hmm. Excuse the uh, English there. In in, uh, in other words, this vaccine, I use it in quotes because it doesn't keep you from getting it. So – uh, maybe there's been a change in definition of what a vaccine is. Am I right?
2: Well, I, I, well
3: I, this isn't this isn't a traditional vaccine. We've talked about this. Okay, before. Okay, but you
1: had to use the word. They, they had to use the word to give vaxed. it credibility. They had to use the word vaccine, and I'm I'm not I'm not saying everybody who the pharmaceutical companies and the I mean, even Doctor Fauci, I'm not saying all of them were in some kind of a backroom meeting that you know smoke filled because they don't believe in smoking but uh, I'm, I'm not saying that they all had ill intentions and tried to dupe everybody. I'm not saying that I'm saying <clears throat> uh, to a large extent, they were making this stuff up as they went along, trying to convince everybody that they absolutely knew what they were talking about. Right. When time had not passed in order for them to be proven correct, that what they were talking about was accurate.
3: Do you see what I'm saying? Oh yeah. And the other thing about what we've gone through in the last two years We've never seen before doctors who wanted to say, I have a different opinion from Dr. Fauci or from this doctor over here. I'm not sure that is right. Dr. Marty McCarry, he is a surgeon, John Hopkins. He says doctors and scientists are continuing to be muzzled from veering off the narrative about the
4: vaccine. I want you to listen to what he had to say. This is cut five. Right now, in the government, recently, and this is a trend in the last year, doctors are muzzled. I've talked to many doctors for this piece at NIH and CDC who are extremely frustrated. They're smart people. They know that a vaccine efficacy of 4% doesn't warrant an authorization. They also know that there's no health emergency right now among kids uh, six months of age. So I learned a lot. They know the underlying data. They know it's inappropriate. But they're not allowed to speak to anyone. If a reporter calls, the communications office has to approve the, the, the conversation. And if they uh, want to ask the scientist whether or not they want to do this, they'll say, tell us what you're going to tell the reporter, and then we'll decide whether or not to approve it.
3: And this, this is a, an alarming part of all of this, is that, well, we know uh, social media punishes anybody who offers an opinion, you know, uh, about an alternative treatment or whatever the case may be. This has never happened before. In our country. Yes. It has never happened before that we are telling members of the military, unless you take this experimental shot, right? we're getting rid of you. You're, uh, you're out of here.
1: That's just shame. Now,
3: thank God there was a federal judge late last week, uh, ruled in favor of the Air Force, that there's an injunction in place that the military cannot throw out Air Force members. There's now a a bid now a legal bid to apply that to the Army as well. This is unheard of. Yeah. What we've gone through in the last two years, unheard of. Let me
1: ask you this, and maybe there's we don't have the answer to that. This right here, um, the the you use the expression Ed talking about. Uh, by the way, you're listening to the radio program Today's Issues on the American Family Radio Network. I'm Tim with Ed and Fred. So, uh, the, do you call it, uh, with, with the, uh, vaccine shots <clears throat> that's being required of the military and others, uh,
2: do you call it up to date? Is that what you called it? I, I think, th- I think that's what they've been calling it is up to date. What does that It's mean? a new term. What is yes, that, it? It's it a new used, term. It used to be that you got your f- fully vaxxed. Yes. It used to be fully vaxxed. Yes. But that puts a period at the end of the sentence. Okay. In other words, you're fully vaxxed. Okay, I got my two shots, I got my two boosters, I'm fully vaxxed, I don't have to do anything else, right? Well, then they began to say, ah, the boosters are not working as effectively as we'd hoped, so you might need to continue getting booster shots. So they changed the phraseology from fully vaxxed to -to up-to-date, which means (laughs) you might have to get more. Okay, what I want to
1: know, is, and this is the question there's probably not an answer to right this minute, I want to know who's tracking all this uh, in terms of people being fully vaxxed or up to date. The reason I say that is, uh, remember the pressure that was put on on, uh, on Americans all across the board from their businesses telling them they had to get this, their employers, uh, uh, remember that? Yeah. period we went through when was that a year or two ago year yeah, 18 well, months ago. it was in 2020 and, and, and on into 2021 all the peer pressure and everybody everybody's saying hi you, you know be
2: patriotic and okay uh, or else you lose your job right or you maybe the question was are you gonna have to have a vaccine passport so that you can fly okay so that yes. you can go into a grocery store okay
1: here's my here's my point i don't think anybody's keeping up with all this. In the way that if if we are if you if Biden is saying he's not withdrawn, and the and the federal government hasn't withdrawn their pressure for everybody to keep getting boosters, right? The mandates to stay up to speed. The mandates I'm talking about. They haven't withdrawn their mandates. No. Right. No. Okay. They still want us to wear, so so uh, mask on planes. But uh, so my point is, who's keeping up with uh, all the people that are supposed to be keeping stay updated with their vaccine shots in order to comply with the federal government mandates. Well, that's I, my point.
2: I'll tell you who's keeping up with it. The, the, the CDC is keeping up with it. Okay. All right. So here, this, here's the thing. Do you, do you I, understand I, what I'm saying? Yeah. Here? But uh, I think I do. Well, I, Go I
1: ahead. I don't think, what well, I don't, in other words, somebody who says, I, I got a vaccine shot. I, I, I showed my patriotism. Okay. Well, that was 18 months ago. Right. Have you been, have you, are you staying up to date to prove your, your, your patriotism well, today. Well, well uh,
3: what? that they're, they're going to move to a digital passport, to Ed's Point. That's what's going what to happen. What does that mean? Probably on your cell phone. You'll what? Have a, you'll have an app. You'll have yeah. an app on your cell phone. And uh, that way, to get on an airplane or whatever the case may be, to keep your job, yeah. You, when you go and get your latest booster, that'll update the app so that you can So what if you don't
2: it? get it? You can't get on the plane? well whatever restriction they place on it look at when i when i said the cdc is keeping up with it now i've said on the air i got i got the first uh right. i think it was pfizer got the first two right. uh vaccines i i've not gotten the boosters all right i don't want to go on all the reasons you got two for shots. all that i got the because it was a two shot regimen oh gotcha. when i went to the doctor's office to get the shot i had to fill out a form and they asked on the form for my mother's maiden name So I went up to the lady up there I said, why do you need my mother's maiden name? She's dead. She's been dead since 98. She said, ah, that's just what the government wants us to do. I'm saying they have a database. Everyone who got a shot had to fill that out. The CDC's got that information, I believe. They know who's gotten shots. You can't, as far as I know, you can't go to an alleyway and get a black market shot. Everyone who's gotten shots, boosters, what have you, are in the system.
1: All right. uh, And
2: they can do whatever they want with it, that information.
1: Other than the last 55 minutes, people, life is good. (laughs) Relax, chill out. We'll be back in five minutes.
3: The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.